Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. We hope you enjoy our episode. I'll, I'll go up to Landis and say, I, I know a little about about these guys, and I, I saw what we did with the inspector, so would it would it help to talk to the hand? <laughs> oh, that's I, awful. I do a slow turn to, uh, to him and say, there's a reason why that phrase means stop talking and it's them. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, talking to the hand never gets you anywhere in this place. Um, having having a, a town called Nibblich and a thing yeah, hand not spelled people, that way. It's like just yeah, not so spelled that, that way, but I, I know what I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I appreciate what you're doing. So we hear these fans, are they on a, a single hoverboat? Is it? As they get closer, as they get closer, uh, this one I am, to get more information other than the fact that Damish chipped you off that the power of the hand is almost on you, uh, I will ask, this is going to be an easy one. I'm going to say it's only going to be, you're only going to have to beat a six. You're, you're really going to have to work to not notice this. I don't want to give it to you because they are still a ways off, but it's not going to be hard. That's a 16. If anybody gets a 19 or 20, let me know. So we're all rolling on this one. Yep. Okay. 18. (laughs) Three. Did you really get a 19? Uh, 18. I got an 18. 18. Just below. I rolled an actual 19. I'm going to say that I'm going, I'm not even going to make you roll initiative first. I'm going to say that because Damish tipped you off, because the guard tipped you off, because you are already geared up for the fact that bad people are in the area and may show up. I'm going to say you see them, you know, they're coming and I'm going to give you a round to prep for them. They are on hoverboards. How far away are they? And are they close to one another? Uh, To use the the range length of of Numenera, because Numenera basically, again, this is one thing that it simplifies. Range is long distance, Mm -hmm. short distance, and immediate. They are still in uh, long distance. So they close to one another. They are. They are. I would say that they probably aren't, because I would imagine they'd fan out across the river to give maximum, kind of. Have they? How they far enough away that they haven't done that yet? Just because this will be cool if they haven't. You know, I appreciate something cool. I want to see cool things, and uh, I I'm going to say no. They are far enough away that they have not gone into full attack position yet. <laughs> so Tam raises his hand and activates his detonation gravity cipher. Ah, our so first cipher of the night. A long-range wearable wristband projector, um, which sends um, an explosive burst in the immediate radius around the middle one. Um and it increases gravity uh, six times Earth's gravity instantly in that area 
on everything in the immediate area around it, dealing six damage to everything, and it crushes everything into the ground for one round where they can't take any physical actions. So they fall off their boards into the water is what I would assume would happen. Wow. Okay. Um, Sorry to ruin your combat. <laughs> no, I like I said, I th- this whole section here is d- is designed to be about tutorializing how to play this game. You have have shown what a cipher can do in devastating proportions, and uh, I'm going to say that uh, here, this is how I'll work it because I do want something to happen. You can give yourself another experience point. You want to play this game. So I'm going to make you either pay me back or I'm going to, I'm going to jump something else on you. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you this opportunity to tell me whether or not you're going to take this intrusion or pay me for it. I'll pay because, you because, it, because the because idea of just smashing them into the ground with gravity and just ending it. Okay. Because yeah. so okay, so you know, mark off that you've spent your experience. Because I was gonna drop some more guys off the. I was gonna have some guys literally like cable down from the top of the, of the the canal walls on top of you. But I will I will gladly let you spend your experience for that. That's what it's for. So he he puts his hand out and I'm like, yes, we're gonna do this. And I rip the tarp off, and then I like <laughs> look. At what it is, because you know, I want to see it. Then I put the tarp back on. It is <laughs> because it's not it's not hard to see it, and partly because I want to to take this combat that has been utterly decimated and uh, and let you know exactly what you're missing. Uh, it's a heavy bolter gun. Uh, it is it is a rapid fire chain gun that is uh, mounted to the front of this boat. Uh, it would have required uh, a little bit of, of of work to get it going again. It would have required heavy weapons training, but it would have utterly floored every one of these guys. <laughs> okay. Well, that got heavy. So now, Stephen, that <laughs> just, does just mean in the in the um, Numenera rulesy sort of things, because obviously you said I'm going to give you an experience. Yep. Did I get that experience and then no. cancel using it? No. Right, no. You pay that me to not clear. be in. Yes. You pay me to not be in this moment. Awesome. So, uh, so th- this actually is, is good because, like, one thing that I've often heard people complain about Numenera is that GM intrusions are railroading. And I always respond with, no, because if you do it right, the players have just as much time to railroad me into not doing what I want to do. <laughs> um, and obviously, the cipher has now been deleted from my... Yes, uh, it, it is a one use and done. Yes. And so that is no longer there. It is no longer available. Uh, I will say one thing I will ask is how long does that gravity problem persist? Uh, I've just gone and deleted it, so I'm not sure. Bear with me. Control um, it's that, immediate, all in the area, crushed to the ground for one round and cannot take physical actions. One round. Okay. I. Yep. You guys, uh, somebody, basically what I'm going to say is somebody communicate that to Danish. 
because because Davish is Tamil just turned around to Davish and say that they're crushed for a while. A good good ten seconds, however long the round is. Is it oh yeah. Yeah. And uh and I'm gonna tell you that uh I'm I'm be blessed by the level of, of that detonator that you rolled because you've literally crushed them. <laughs> they have six health. You literally crushed them. <laughs> Knocked the wind out of their lungs and dunked them in the water. Yeah. There, there, is, there is nothing left of these boys to go home to the hand. They are done. I've oh, just oh. left handprints on their hoverboards. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I knew there'd be puns because we're 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 on City on a Hill. I knew it would be there. I'll see if there's any fish on the way by. I can uh, they're already flattened, maybe <laughs> easy to pan fry. Uh, without any other problems down the road, I mean, you guys handled things pretty much exactly how I hoped you would. Um, again, this was this handled. this was yes. This was this was part getting you to Redstone and part tutorial on how to do Numenera. So you guys demonstrated both of those things brilliantly. Uh, there's not going to be any other. I mean, Damish is a little rattled after having to get because he you you know that um, because of the fact that Damish has already lost a limb uh, to the seas, the idea of a bunch of people who want to take one of the only good ones he has left. And, and eat the rest of him doesn't it doesn't go well for his mental state so he's a little rattled but uh you guys do end up getting to redstone no problem now as i said cities on the canal are actually like carved into this giant wall on either side of the canal they are carved into the desert and Redstone is no different. Um, there's actually you can actually think of it as the the piers on the water are at the low point, and there's actually kind of a, a ramp. The city itself is built up as a ramp. It's kind of at an incline. Um, most of what you end up seeing is a bunch of very square red buildings. But um, I'm going to describe them and then I'm going to have you guys do a roll to see how much more you might know. They, they, the architecture is very, very squared off. It's very hard edged and everything is built with these red bricks, but they're not just normal red bricks. They're red bricks with kind of almost perpendicular black lines that go, that run up and down throughout every brick. And it's not like it's, it's a weird like mosaic or something. It's literally black lines up and down across the the structures so i'm going to ask for a uh, just an intellect die roll um because of the fact that this is i'm guessing this is everybody's first time in redstone just guessing i could have been here before me it's but been a long time okay if it well, here, if it's anything to do with machines and mechanical stuff, maybe I would have visited if I'd heard of it. Otherwise, if it's not, then I've they have a quarry. So, if you think that you would have been 
investigating quarry machinery. Yeah, machinery. I'm going to yeah. leave it up to you. Yeah, so, and I have electrical machines and understanding Numenera, so I don't know if, if those would help. Okay. Um, not, not for what I'm giving you here. Okay. It might come into play in a little bit, but not what I'm giving you here. Um, if anybody has anything about, about geography, about understanding materials, um, anything of that nature, uh, how, you know, building stuff, I'll, I'll give you lots of, of leeway on that for assets, but judging by all the bad angles on my homestead, probably not me as, as a straight number, I'm going to say that I'm going to give it a 12 as a straight number. You can tell me if you have an asset to understand that. Uh, I'm going to basically be looking to give you something about what stuff you're looking at here. I've had to hire a mason before in order to help uh, to help do some repairs at my uncle's uh, uh, place of, of residence. So like a little bit, but not not all. I would say if your uncle is using brick from redstone, I'd give you an asset. I rolled a 15. Okay, you you know anyway, or you'll figure Tom it out. Is knowledgeable about sort of like things that cause straight angles and stuff like that because you know, when you're using gravity and you're pushing off stuff, you need to make sure you know if you if you think something's straight, you need to know it's straight. That, that okay sort of thing, um, and I rolled a seventeen as well. So, well, you you, you know. blew it out of the water <laughs> even with the straight number. Then you're fine. I got nineteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so anybody who got higher than 12, um, I'm going to tell you that uh, as you walk through town and you get a closer look at these buildings, you notice that this isn't necessarily stone. Um, this is, is it's actually the material that they quarry out of this place, but this is not stone. In fact, this is not natural. It's synthetic. And what you see as you see more and more buildings and with some of your roles, I'm even going to give you this, you might actually see a little bit of repair kind of happening. These lines aren't like if you put a brick into a wall, the lines shift to match the rest of the building. Um, redstone is actually known around places that aren't redstone for this aspect of their building material uh it's synthetic so it can handle a lot of stuff that that regular stone and brick won't be able to do and there's just a certain aesthetic appeal to the way these lines kind of interweave themselves from brick to brick so you you if you didn't know already, you can kind of infer that this is probably how they make all their money. They, they, they probably get this stuff, whatever it is, however they get it, and ship it all over the place as, as kind of their main export. Because you look around, and other than a few little bits and pieces here, this I mean, it's a carved-out city off of a canal in the middle of a desert. It's not impossible to grow your own supplies, but it's a challenge. And you think that, especially because of you, you see what Damish is hauling, 
most of it is probably import export. So as you look across the city, you just see row after row of these of these block of these block buildings. Um, you start realizing that it's quiet here, like real quiet. Like you'll occasionally see a person, but you'd think for as many houses and buildings as you're seeing, there should be more people here, but there hey, just aren't. Can I do a, can I do uh, an intellect as a perception check to say like, look, if everybody was indoors, there would still be a bit more haze from house fires, from, you know, from hearth fires and things of that sort, or if it just looks blank and bare. I will, I will give you that. Uh, I will say, I will say that because of the fact that you've never been here before, so you don't know what normal is, it's not going to be easy. I'm going to give it a 12. This, sir, is a 20. This is downright eerie. Um, you, you see people, and the people that you do see, they just look off. Like it's bad like you don't know what the problem is and, and if you were like go and talk to somebody maybe I'd, I'd give you more on that but you know something is very not right here like you see a market up the street and you see a tavern and you see what should be a bustling town but you hear nothing Look, my friends, something is not right here. Now, I've, I'll admit, it's been a long time since I've been here, but something has happened to these people. Uh, we got to find out what it is. And um, I see that there's a market over there. Anybody mind if I hit a fruit stand real quick? For One, some reason, I really as, want. As you're talking, uh, it's not going to be an intrusion or anything. Damish just hears you. And Damish is like, there's a tower over there. Can you see it? And yeah, it, it's a it's a hypothetical because it's it's impossible to miss it. It's the tallest structure in town. It's at the far end of town. You will see it. And he goes, "That's where the Aeon priests live." And I'll tell you, I don't know much, but I know that a lot of this medication. It's 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 partly for sick people, true, but it's also partly for people who it's sedatives and it's 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 stuff for people who can't sleep like like really can't sleep. And it's it's anxiety medicine and stuff like that. I don't know what they're going for here. I think it may have worked too well. Is there something happening in this town that's causing people not to sleep? I don't know. I just know what the what I've, I've shipped this stuff before, so I know what it does. I don't know what they're gonna do with it or why they asked for it. Oh, oh, see the water. I wonder if I could smell the water or something. I'm. It's routine. I'm not gonna even have you roll on it. Um, 
it's water. It's there's nothing. There's nothing visibly detectable that that is off to you. OOC, do we do we want to talk to an NPC or do we want to just ride on up to the to the Aeon priests who are going to be friendly with us anyway if they still exist? Damish will tell you that his job is to get this medicine to those priests. How long it takes you to get that medicine from here to those priests is up to you. And just as uh, another question, how far is the tower from here? It's it's easy walking distance. It's not like it's not a big town. It's enough that there should be there should be a couple like several hundred people here. But not like it's not like some kind of sprawling metropolis. I think like after Landis mentions, you know, the, the absence of people, uh, my uh, uh, inspector or cop instinct kind of goes off. And, and I'm starting to look around the place a little bit more from the, the bad side of things, you know, thinking that something bad might have happened. I mean, because that's just where my history goes. That's where it takes me. So uh, I may just start as we're as we're moving forward. I, I'll signal the rest to let's let's go ahead and get moving. If there is something amiss, best not to stay in one place. Um, keep your eyes open. See if you see something amiss. So we basically yeah. don't see anyone. Almost you see anyone. Occasionally, like literally, like a couple people. You you would think that given the size of the town, it should be a lot more, but you see occasional people. Are all the houses roughly the same height? Because obviously you say they're quite blocky and. Oh yeah, no, there there are pretty much. Have you ever been to a housing development where they make all the houses the same way? Yep. A lot of the residential structures, because this is pretty much an industrial town they're that if you see one building you've seen most of them if you see one that does look different it's probably because somebody important lives there can i get an overview of the whole place by using one intellect point to turn on my hover ability and explain to me what that ability is uh so as somebody who can use gravity let me just get the rules of it properly up how about this because um, i've i've looked over most character sheets but there are a lot of different focuses in this game and i don't know the ins and outs of all of them yes so it's tier one for being a gravity person uh and it will load eventually so it lets me um float slowly into the air as my action i can concentrate to remove motionless or float up to a short distance to a short uh, distance. So okay. it depends on what short distance means. Um, so it lets me have uh, basically 10 minutes of, of hovering. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you that it things are on an incline. Um, it is a short distance, so I might not be able to give you too much but you would gain insight there there are there is stuff to be seen if you get a higher vantage point yeah so but it's just a quick 
jump up just to make sure that our way ahead is clear and that there's nothing threatening around it. Okay. So what what does it look like when, when you literally hover? Is it literally like hands down, you shoot up? Like <laughs> uh yeah, I just I just start concentrating and slowly start to float up into the air. Um managing to stay level as I okay. Um, but you, you can tell I'm kind of having to concentrate on keeping my body still because if okay. I like, bend too much I will start giving myself forward momentum which I don't want at the moment okay I will say that yes you can definitely do that so spend your intellect point and do that mm-hmm. um, I will say that it's not going to be routine because you have to focus on keeping yourself up there mm. Routine, I will say, the answer to your question, is there anything dangerous or threatening in front of us? The answer to that is no. I'll give you that, just routine. If you'd like to know more than that, I'm going to have you do a roll, and depending on what more you want to know will depend on what number I give you. Okay, so I'm looking for, specifically, I'm doing this to be a lookout. Right. Higher up in the sky, so... um just looking for people acting strange for um if there's anybody in the buildings ahead of us things like that on our route okay uh i'm gonna say roll a die i'm not gonna give you the target number only because i have different things i will give you depending on what number you give me so it'll be up to you if you want to put effort towards it to guarantee something, but there are different things I will give you depending on what number you give me. 18. 18. You notice that the, you've been in towns before, so you know generally what a market looks like. The guys on the ground could identify there's a market over there. From your vantage point, you will notice that it's like, prime time of the day for the market to be like humming you do see some people but they're just kind of shuffling along and the one or two stalls that you can see from where you are are mostly empty and what should be an active place is just not um at that kind of role I will let you see there is a, the tower itself is about 70 foot tall. There is a wall that kind of goes around the tower. That's about 10 foot tall. And if you're saying that you can hover a short distance, I'm going to say that due to, you can't see everything because it is inclined above you. But I will say that you notice that even though the rest of the town is pretty much hacked out of rock, there is green plant life behind that wall. So I put myself uh, back down. Um, but uh, noticeably, I don't land. I'm just hovering slightly above the ground. As he does uh, so, Thos looks at him and mutters, show off. <laughs> <laughs> she also looks at a building like, I could climb that. I'm not going to climb that. Show off. You wish I could do what I do, Thas. 
You're not uh, wrong. I'll <laughs> give you three shim if you climb that fast. Be right back. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, what... I tell I tell everybody what I've seen ahead of us. I say this this it's it's the time that markets should be busy. There's only about five or six people there, but I did see grass, which uh, well greenery, not necessarily grass, but. I, I wouldn't expect to see greenery around here. We're, we're in the middle of the desert, and that's inside the tower. So maybe we should just hustle our way up there. Could possibly ask the locals what's going on if they'll talk to us. But they seemed odd. Well, I think that having grass in the middle of the desert is a little bit odd. And I think that the locals might have their own perspective on that matter. Uh, probably quite a bit different from the people that are inside the wall. Um, I'll, when we pass near the market, I will go to an open uh, stall and that's selling something, and I'll probably buy something, depending on what it is. But uh, and talk to somebody. Okay, so you are, are all of you headed to the market? Are some of you headed there? Oh, I was I was kind of figuring at, is the market on our way? Or oh yeah, to, you okay. the the pier is literally at the bottom of the city. Everything kind of goes up from there. So you so we're are passing at, everything. You everything is on the way. The question is whether or not you feel like stopping there or not. I will say that because because Tam got the vantage point, you see a market. There is some kind of tavern bar looking structure but there's not a whole lot of tourism here. So it's more like a local dive bar than it is like a place where people stay. And then there's the, the clave tower at the, at the end. Right. Landis. Thass. Uh, go check out the bar. Find out what you can hear, hear from the locals. Braithwaite, go ahead. Tam, uh, Tam, let's just uh, hang back a bit. Be right back. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say that the... Oh, let's save that. Let's go to the tavern first. <laughs> so, you walk in and it... Again, this is a structure that is different than the residential buildings around. So it's not hard to identify this is the place where where people go to hang out. Um, it, again, from what you've, it continues that this should be a place where even on a slow day or a slow night, there should be some kind of noise here. Even if they're not the sort of joint that plays music at all hours, you should hear some people or some something and you hear nothing. You walk in and the place is pretty well dark. Like there are tables set up, but like some of them haven't even been cleaned from what looks like a previous meal. And it's, I'm going to make this routine if you go to look at one of the tables that still has stuff on it, this isn't like this is, you know, afternoon and this was from lunch. This is, there is stuff that's growing mold. 
there are there are bugs there it it's bad and when you walk in there is only one person and they are behind the bar there is a strong scent of 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 what you can only think of as some kind of stimulant it it's vaguely coffee but you don't know exactly what it is but it's it's strong it's the kind of thing it <laughs> yes steven holds up his monster it is like the smell of cracking open a fresh monster right underneath your nose there's just that i i smell this isn't going to be good for me but i'm doing it anyway because i need to <laughs> and and the person is literally just like slumped over and and he he's a he's a gruff sort he's the kind of guy who y- you know that this is not this is not him at his best but even his best ain't that pretty the kind of guy who has like a big gold tooth um he, he you can tell that um he knows like he's probably bartender chef and bouncer of this place and he just kind of upon hearing the door not not even open it's not even the opening that gets him it's the closing when he hears the door slam behind you you just hear um well welcome to the the crimson rock how can i help you well good day good gentle looks like looks like you've had quite a day all of us have sir uh, and he he kind of looks it, almost like he, he has the realization that he should be taking better care of what's in front of him. So he kind of shuffles out from behind the bar and kind of does uh, one of those things that you only see in TV shows. He like backhands the table, like all the stuff off the table, the nearest table to you. And uh, and kind of like like he literally like. Whoosh, and it's like spit shines the table. All right, I'm going to I'm going to try to make more direct eye contact and see if we can just kind of bring him, you know, bring him in here like Are you you doing okay? Uh I'm still here. So yeah. I'm better so I'm better than some. I I've never seen you more present, sir. Uh <laughs> though I I must say I'm I'm new here. So I'm glad that you are doing better than some, but may I ask what happened to the others? Some left, some, some just couldn't take it. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody's been able to sleep for, I, it's been a while. Not sleeping and, you mean at all like you your sleep is interrupted or you you can't sleep oh you we can you can go to sleep you'll fall asleep fine you won't stay there though he just kind of gets glassy-eyed for a minute can i ask when this started uh seems like a long time details are kind of fuzzy I did happen to notice that that things have been stressful around around this town. It looks like things are doing okay over the wall. Is that is that is that the case? 
Hard to say. We're not allowed in there. I see. I mean, even I I don't think and he's he's kind of he he's got that thing where he's trying to it's not that he doesn't know. He's just his brain is not connecting the words. Um he's like they even 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 those the two they they got on the wall like that even the the gate they don't even go in past the gate so the rest of us really don't know what if if i may ask what what is before this happened what was on the other side of the gate oh it's been here before is where the where those priests live they're really they're really good they're they're good they're good good guys the aeon priests yeah yeah I haven't seen them in a while, though. I don't know what they're doing. They were they 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 kept telling us they were going to fix things, but I I don't know, man. Just checking OOC. Um, is is Braith is Braithwaite is in the room with me? Correct. No, Thass is in the room. Thass Braith, is in. Braithwaite okay. went to the market. Okay. All right, Thass. What do you think? How long did you say it had been? I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. It's all fuzzy. I days or weeks, like a long, like a long, and you, you can just tell that even even thinking about how long it's been is kind of getting him welled up with emotion. Like it's it's been a long time, man. What's your name, Lowry? Lowry, it's going to be all right. Just relax. We will. I, I mean, you you say that. They haven't fixed anything. It. We're here to see them and to bring them supplies. It's been a long time. Which way is the gate? He just kind of vaguely kind of just paused at the air in the vague direction of the tower. You, you can't miss it. There's only one. We'll see you soon, Larry. All right. Try and get some rest. <laughs> Fat chance. This is most unusual, Landis. Yeah, I I can't say I've ever seen anything quite like this before, but um, my question as to whether it was an effect on the whole town that was immediate or if it's environmental. If it's environmental, we need to figure this out fast before, before we start us. to go downhill. There we go. Uh, uh, pertinent question. Yes. Did we leave the medicine on the boat or did we bring it with us to make the delivery? Danish would have given you a cart. He would have given you the means to get it from boat to tower. Okay. But whether you took it or it's still back with Alder and Tam or Brit, like you guys figure out who has it right now. But in general, it I, is I with. We'd, we'd be with it. It, it's within a mount of us. Right. I, okay. We, you guys kind of jumped into town, so I kind of skipped the, the role play of this happening. But Damish would have been like, like I'd carry it there myself, but he, you know, clink on his leg. And he goes, I'm really, I'm not getting off the boat. I pretty much stay on the boat these days and let the people helping me do the, the actual delivery. So that he pretty much set you up with everything and said, there you go. 
with the understanding that you don't have to go there directly, but within the next couple days, he's going to want to leave, whether something has been happened or not. We should go find Alder. I think we should. I really think we should. Okay, so let's let's cut to the market. Braithwaite, you walk in and for all intents and purposes, it should be a bustling market. Like you've seen this kind of setup before. You've seen the stalls. You've even for a smaller town that that only has limited, you know, craftsmen and stuff like that, there should be more here. And there simply isn't. There's like one or two people that are inside a stall, but they're not not showing much life. And you see a couple people that are just shuffling around, but they look like half, like when I tell you they are shuffling, I'm telling you they are shuffling. Like they are, they probably don't even realize they're walking through the market right now. The, at, at the same point though, as you are about ready to, to set foot in there yourself, you are greeted by a strangely buoyant kind of larger hefty gentleman and not in a strong kind of way i'm talking a large sort of gentleman big of chin and other parts and surprised like like impressively bald like like looks like like something out of a friar tuck you know wood carving kind of bald and he walks up to you and he's like a visitor! It's been so long. Uh, Coralthelm, pleasure to meet you. And you are? Oh, I, I'm Braithwaite. Um, you look lively compared to most people I see here. Uh, give me a, a perception check, and it, you're going to want to beat a nine. All right, I've got... So for you, it's actually going to beat a six. Six. Uh, Eighteen. Look at you. This is a, I'm going to keep rolling in this little piece of plastic. I'm about to say, it's apparently going well for you. Um, you see that while he does have more life than most of the other people you see, his eyes are incredibly bloodshot. And underneath his eyes, you see what seems to be a not terrible job, but visibly noticeable a application of concealer underneath his eyes to hide just the heavy bags underneath his eyes. He's like, Oh, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, we, we are a small town with not much to do, but those of us who are here are hardy folk and we're ready to, to deal with whatever comes our way. You, you didn't happen to bring supplies. Did you? Um, uh, perhaps, but, um, I was looking to get some supplies myself. Uh, what, do you have a stall here? Oh, something? uh, no, I, I am not a purveyor of goods. I, I am actually, I, I sort of run things around here. Well, I run the day to day of the town. I'm, I'm sort of an important person, a pillar of the community, if you will. So you put different hats on depending i do i i do many things depending on what is necessary 
Great. So uh, I notice uh, it seems to be pretty quiet. Uh, where is everybody? I imagine that most people are either at work in the quarry trying to, to drum up as much redstone as we can, can get our hands on. Money doesn't grow on trees, you know. It's dug out from the ground. He kind of half-heartedly laughs at that. He goes, <clears throat> uh, others, others, I imagine, are, are enjoying a well-earned rest from their labors. In the middle of the day, do you mine at night? I heard you shouldn't mine at night. Maybe that's a different. I'm not responsible for the actions of the quarry. I just know that I, I have certain expectations of them, and I leave it to my dear sister to make it work. Okay, so everyone got it. Well, uh, I could use like a little snack. You got a recommendation? Something I could get here in the market? <clears throat> he kind of looks around and uh, it appears our fare is uh, limited at the moment. Uh, but if, if you were in fact bringing supplies, I'm sure by morning we'll be able to whip up just just a delicious meal for you on you know to to welcome the new day and quick out of character uh were any of the supplies not medicine like were there food just regular, there regular there, there was there was food okay. <clears throat> well uh good news there should be something to uh, make some breakfast soon um but i think i'm gonna go check with the rest of my crew make sure everything's all good and uh hope Everything gets back to something that seems normal. Because <laughs> excellent, please, please feel free to to stay as long as you'd like. And uh, if you if you need some place to stay, just come and ask me. I'm sure I can find some place for you to bed down for the night. All right, thank you so much. <clears throat> I'll go back to Alder and like I tried to get some info, but. I think I got the guy who's in charge of making sure this place looks perfect. And, I, you know, he wasn't really forthcoming. He tried to act like everything was fine, said everyone was mining, but uh, something's wrong here. Is everybody mining now? That's what he said, but he said that or they're napping. I'm like, well, why would you be sleeping during the day? When you, you don't normally mine at night unless there's something about this redstone I don't understand. Is it particularly dusty in the streets? Not especially. You'd imagine that if you were to go to the quarry, it would probably be dusty, but nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Also, they seem to be low on supplies, which obviously we're we're here to solve, but it sounds like um, perhaps the supplies are really not coming in as much as they should. Maybe there's just nobody here to order them. I don't know. At this point, can uh, can Thass and I uh, meet up back with our with our with our friends? You absolutely can. Uh, as, as you guys return, I just sort of land. <laughs> and just let, 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 I just, just go, <laughs> <gently down. laughs> 
unceremoniously bunk. <laughs> Alder, uh, Thassa and I checked out the tavern, and things are not looking good for uh, the one person in there. A- apparently, the people in this town are experiencing a good deal of sleep deprivation. Um, they can't sleep. They they drift off, and they they don't they don't stay asleep, and it's it's taken a heavy toll. Tam, Tam, you mentioned something about the uh, the stones that come from here, or I don't know if it was one of the others. The that it it, it seems to just you know fit itself together, and when you put them in uh, put them in line, that's what's being mined here at the quarry. Yeah, that's uh, whenever whenever I've heard of of redstone before, that's that's what it's been these these black lines just match up is there anything new about the process or has this been going on a while i've uh i've I've seen buildings made of this in the steadfast so i assume a while one thing fast and i were wondering about is whether this is something that's that's uh, either one time, whether it be some sort of, of technological or or magical effect that uh, that is a one and done that affected these people, or if there's something environmental, hmm. I'm in favor of getting getting the goods from the dock and getting them up to the tower, getting them delivered, and seeing if we can find out what's going on from there. What do the medicines we brought do, Landis? Uh, the medicines that we brought, I think that some of them are, uh, some of them are sedatives. So, the I mean, of what one would want here. Oh, well, I mean, no, if, I suppose if it'll put them I, down for a long enough time. I mean, it's a thought. I mean, I'm certainly no doctor. Insert but I have reference, played... but if you make me say, <laughs> Jim, don't make oh, me say it. <laughs> I'm a glaive, not a doctor. Glaive, not a doctor. <laughs> All right, let's let's go ahead and proceed. Um, keep your eyes open. I don't want to stay here any longer than we have to, unless it is to find out what is ailing this town. Uh, we have one job now, and he 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 stops and he he looks around the the town and and just seeing everybody tired and he's getting that look on his face of he he's kind of conflicted. Um, if we can help these people, we should. That's just the short of it. This isn't the job, but we're going to do it anyway. You learn quickly, fast. Let's see what we can find. Right. Keep your eyes open. Look out for others. Uh, watch out for each other. Let's get these supplies delivered, see what we can learn from the priests, if they're willing to share. And then... Oh... See what we can do here. How long? How long a walk did you say it was to the? Uh, it's it's not long. It's it's really not long. I like an hour, two hours. It probably not even that. Okay. Probably with the 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 amount of stuff you're carrying, probably like forty five minutes. As we go by the market with the stuff off, I'll keep an eye on that guy I talked to and see if he see what he does when he sees the supplies. That's a good idea. Okay, uh, as you, you kind of walk by the market, um, 
you are all greeted by the absolute joy that is coral fame and uh coral walks up and he's like oh oh there are many of you i'm so happy to see you you can just tell he's he's like doing that i'm excited like there's the, the natural level of excitement and there's the i'm i'm pushing through exhaustion levels of excitement and he is decidedly there <laughs> And he, he's just like, like, oh, 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 you're you are with him, right? Because I met I met you at Braithwaite, right? Right. That that's your name. I met Braithwaite earlier. I I have a pleasure to meet all of you. Coral Vame. I am I am the person you want to talk to in case you, you have anything that you need. I I I do notice that, that several of those 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 boxes and, and crates seem to seem to be labeled as food product. There's a uh the, the sound of uh, the butt end of Alder's glaive, kind of that metallic sound of it hitting the ground. <laughs> and uh, and he says, while I, I do respect your position here as the town's keeper, uh, we have instructions to take this to the Ion Priest first, and then we'll see to it that people are fed. I, I, I assure you, sir, that while while I'm sure that all those other crates are are of utmost importance to the priesthood and and, and those who live in the clave, uh, I I would tell you that it is my responsibility to, to take care of all the the other responsibilities of the town. Like they the clave has high and lofty goals, and and I am never the one to step in front of an Aeon priest's duties. But I it it's my responsibility to care for the people and. And the people need this food. It, is, is there any way that you don't even need to bring it to the market? If you just if you just leave it here, I'm 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 sure that people who need it could could come and 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 get it. I'm glad to hear that your that your heart is truly with the people, and so are so was the Aeon priests. And since your heart and the Aeon priests' heart are both with the people, then we are both assured that the people will get exactly what we what they need. Thank you, and we will make sure that that is exactly what happens. Good on you, sir. At at this point, you you kind of you kind of notice that um, the the obvious facade <laughs> kind of drops, and and he just kind of pauses a moment. He goes, he goes, he goes. Look, I'm. I don't want to do this, especially not here out in the middle of the street, but. Look, I'm begging you, just, we haven't heard from the priests for days. I don't know if they're even in that tower. I just know that we need this food. A lot of these people are, are struggling just to survive the night. And and we need it. Can, can you please just give it to me? So what, kind of, what kind of sense do we have of this guy? I mean, how do we? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, thinking about D and D. I'm thinking of like, you know, an insight check, an insight check, sense, sense motive, that sort of thing. I'm not going to make it routine, but because of the fact that he, you've, you've gotten him to this place, I'm going to say roll and roll anything higher than a three. Oh, I rolled a two! Hooray! Like, right. don't, don't whiff this, and you're going to know. <laughs> okay, I got a twelve. He is, he is 100% sincere. Like, 
Braithwaite called it, it is his job to kind of maintain as much morale as possible. He has let you behind the curtain because his job is near impossible the way things are right now. And he would rather let you behind the curtain to see that he doesn't have everything under control and give you that knowledge of himself than, than to let these people go hungry because there aren't that many left. Yeah. Uh, Landis kind of gives a kind of gives a look to Alder like what do you think? I uh, I extend my hand out to the uh, uh, the keeper or I don't know what would the terminology be for for this gentleman but um, I reach out he, a hand if, if, if you've ever been in a small town for an extended period of time there are people who hold no actual office or position that run that town. Okay. So it's just he whoever, is, it's whoever cares. He the most. is that guy. <laughs> Got it. So I'll reach out a hand to him to to shake. And I'm, if he if he accepts, and it. he he will he will get it. And I will say that that there is, it's a weird moment when you shake his hand, because. There is like a vehemence to it. Like he grips as hard as it can, but you can just tell he is so tired and spent that while there is a tightness based on how, how happy and desperate he is, his body does not have the energy or strength to match that vehemence. So I think Alder slips his hand like past the palm grip and grips him by the forearm and actually uses his strength to lift him up a bit, like to help his posture. And uh, he looks over at Landis and he he nods. Um, let's let's get the food down. Hold on just a second. Oh, oh see, something just occurred to me. Like uh, my character works miracles. Can mm-hmm. I can I do like a would a healing check on this guy do anything to his disposition? I mean, Landis would know. I don't you know for a fact that it would in fact be beneficial to him like this guy is spent okay then this this guy is spent um my character does you know has healing and i have a d20 let's say we get these crazy kids together okay uh i believe you're healing you don't even need to heal if you do it like you will do it I believe the way your healing works is that it's like one d six plus your tier. Okay. Um, then I'll roll a d six and then cry a lot, which should be like a times one two. Depends on how. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, I rolled a five and I'm I'm tier one. So you you notice like you you explain to me before I could try you explain to me what it feels like when you do what you do, like how much, like you explain to me whether it's how much of it is, is a mental thing, a spiritual thing, a nano machine thing. Like how much, like what does your healing look and feel like? Okay. In this particular instance, I just, you know, I look at him and I see, and I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, I see your heart's in the right place, friend. Make sure you do good for these people, and I'm sure good will follow you too. And just in conjunction with 
with giving him that touch that he needs and just give him a a warmth and a bit of a glow and just something to to a little charge to his body and a little charge to the spirit. Okay, one, I'm giving you an experience for that. I'm just giving it to you. Uh, as a GM, I have the authority to just not make it an intrusion and just give it to you when something that awesome happens. Just take an experience. Um, you see, like, as that happens, you can, you can almost see it move across his body. Like it just, you can just see the, the warmth and it, it hits his face and his, his eyes brighten and he just goes, who, who are you? It, it doesn't even, doesn't even matter. doesn't even matter. No one of consequence. I thank you. Uh, I don't need the medicine. That's for the priests. They're, they said they were going to, they've been trying to fix it. So that can go to them. But when, when, when you see them, if you see them, like I said, it's been so long. Ask them if the dreams are going to stop anytime soon. Ask them if it, ask them if it's going to be okay. We've been waiting for a long time. I will. I will. Um, and I, I'm not one to intrude on personal matters, but I have to ask, you say the dreams you're, you're all having, having dreams then the entire town every is night. It, is it the same dream? Every one of us thought it was just a, a freak freak thing but it's the same every one of us every night i can't even begin to explain to you what it is it just it it's just awful and unknowable and strange and and i i don't know what to make of it if you can't describe it how does it make you feel? Is it uncomfortable? Is it afraid? Is it sad? How do you feel? Yes. Mm. All of those things. It's, it's as if you're staring into the other side of the universe and, and you don't have words for the thing you're seeing. Can you tell me when it started? Uh, it's hard to say an exact. I mean, it's probably been upwards of a month. Mm. Has it? Has it been that? Yeah, it's probably been about a month. That is a long time. It's a very long time. Some of us cope with it better than others. But it's been a very long time. What, what happened at that time? What changed about the town, about the priests? Nothing. Nobody, was that, knew, nobody knew arrived, uh, a different finding in the mines. It was a normal day, as far as any of us know. We've asked everyone because everyone's had the dream. But no, it was a normal day. Alder. Hi. How long ago did he take the order from the priests? Hmm. How long was it? 
I'm sorry, out of game, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, Mike. What was that? How long ago? Uh, did I forgot he, how long ago was the. When did he take the order from the priest? Uh, I would say that he probably took it in order to get the, the, the medicine together to contact you guys and to, to bring everything together at the canal. I'd probably say he was maybe doing it about two weeks, two, three weeks tops. So after the dream started. Oh, yeah. Definitely after the dream started. So but before they disappeared or whatever's going on in the town. <clears throat> so something well, happened in the town. Now, you, you don't know. Aeon priests have access to a bunch of different Numenera and ciphers. So the fact that the town hasn't seen them in a very long time doesn't necessarily mean that they couldn't, from within that tower, contact uh, Damish. Right. So perhaps something occurred in the town. The priests reach out to Damish or whomever to try and find supplies to counter whatever is happening. It, is, it seems like they may know what it is, but are trying to combat it now. And it may explain their absence because they're busy at that work. Let's I think we just got to food and let's go. Okay, so you guys are just dropping the food off uh, with this guy and then just heading up to the tower. Okay, you see the the surrounding town. The the surrounding the tower is a, a wall. It's it's substantial enough that. On you know, un unlike our flying friend, uh, most of you would have a, a, a bit of a struggle to get over it. It's ten foot tall, so doable. But again, other than our flying friend, uh, you'd have to you'd have to do work to climb it. Um, you do see a, a gate. It's pretty obvious. It's 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 the as far as you can tell. I mean. Knowing you guys, especially Alder and his his background, you'd probably do a circle before you actually approach the gate. There is one gate. There is only one place of natural ingress into this tower, and it is an, a solid iron gate. And you see uh, the, right there, kind of at a, a gatehouse-looking structure. So, like, part of the, like, just off the, to the side of the gate, uh, you see uh, a young woman and she is she is brandishing a weapon uh, that I definitely know Alder is definitely going to know about. In fact, I'm pretty sure most of you it's called a ripper. Uh, a ripper, to use it in terms that we in the first world will understand, is a gun that shoots circular razor blades. It's basically a shooting circular saw. And upon approaching the gate, she doesn't point it at you, but definitely makes you know that she has it. <laughs> and she's like, what's your business? We're here to deliver this stuff. I don't know about any order. The priest placed an order several weeks ago. They didn't tell me anything about it. Well, then certainly, uh, if they didn't tell you anything about it and it's no concern of yours, then I'm sure it would be no skin of, off your back. She, she, she interrupts you immediately and, <laughs> and, and says, 
oh, it is my business because my business is what gets through this gate. I have one job, you see, and it's to make sure that nobody gets through this gate unless the priests tell me to let them through this gate. Then I'm sure they will be absolutely thrilled to hear that you did not let their supplies through the gate. Could just ask them, right? I I, point at the tower. I do not interrupt their work. They are they must be busy. I have not seen them for days. I am not going to be the one to walk in there and interrupt whatever they're doing. They are doing important work for this town. Don't we have a manifest alder? I'll uh, I'll pull the manifest and offer it to her. Wonderful. Super excited that you have this paperwork. Paperwork can be forged. So can guard duty. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. (laughs) I'm going to tell you again that I'm not letting you throw. I must apologize for my very inebriated friend. Uh, We are going to be having a private conference. Uh, Just a moment. (laughs) Thank you for your time. And she she does not she does not go into the gatehouse. She is literally right there in front of the gate with the ripper. She has let, lowered it to her side, but she's not moving. Uh, out as, of, we, as we're turning back towards to have like a little convo and find out what to do next, um, Alder pauses and looks back over his shoulder to look back at her and, and asks, "Are you having the same dreams as the town folk?" Or are you not from there? You can tell that she kind of gives a wince at that. She goes, yes, yes, I am. All of us are. Some of us, though. And she looks dead in the eye. Like, she sees your weapon. She sees that you're a tough man. She looks right in your eye and say, some of us can handle it. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. I live with quite a few nightmares from my past. But those people down there, they shouldn't have to. We're trying to help. That's why we were sent for. Well, you can leave your stuff right here. And I'm sure that when the priests are ready for it, they'll come and get it. You're not getting through the gate. I'm more curious about helping the town. If you're not willing to let us through the gate, I understand. But these priests, can I ask you some questions? You can. Has it been likewise for you about two weeks since you've heard from them? Not two weeks, but it's been days. What was the last communication, if I may ask? About three days ago. Anything specific? Just told me they were they were at work trying to figure out how to fix the town. Do they have any clues about what might be causing it? Something that maybe I and my friends here can help with? Nothing that they gave me. I know they've been running tests. They've been doing what they do. But it's a it's above my pay grade. I don't know I don't know half of what they end up talking about. Did they bring anything new in recently from their expeditions? They're pretty well supplied. No, no, things, they retrieve things, yes, for the use of others. Did they bring in anything new? No, 
they they do on occasion go out on on scavenger runs but i don't know i i i didn't i haven't seen anything come in my brother might have seen something if they came in at night he's the other guard yes my brother dal has anyone left the town recently lots of people have left the town would you stay if you were getting these kind of dreams do any of them come back no i'm curious if it might be might be different if if word came back that the dream stopped, but no, no one's come back yet. I'm curious I, if they stop when you leave. Hmm. I don't know. You'd have to find somebody who left. Speaking of one who leaves and and comes and goes, is Brother Darius among you still? Oh, the wandering priest. Yeah, uh, he was here, but it was a long time ago. I haven't I haven't seen. It's been. Probably half a year since I've seen him. I was hoping to see that he was doing well here. Um, on some respect, it's well that he isn't here, but I could really do with his presence right now. I'm sure we all could. I know these priests do good work. There's a reason I take my job so seriously. Is there a way for you to send word to them? Uh, to... My Look, job I'm is just to, trying. I'm just trying to help this village. My he job is to remove me. obstacles, remove distractions, not uh, increase them and create my own. I don't see any. Oh, well, maybe there's one obstruction here, but like I, 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 I rest. A hand I mean, on, the on gate, obviously. I must apologize again for my very, very inebriated friend. No, we we don't seek to be any kind of obstruction. We just want to help. If there's something, an errand or something that they could send us on to help further their research, maybe that's something that you could request of them. And then they, we have these supplies for them, too, if you can make sure that they get those. That's our job initially, but when we found the town in this state, we we wanted to help. Kind of tap Alder on the shoulder and just kind of gesture aside. If we if we could step aside to to get out of her earshot. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's he's getting visibly frustrated. He's never been one to enjoy bureaucracy in any of its forms, much less like he gets duty. But at the same time, when it's this kind of duty. He's just like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, he'll step aside. I have uh, an idea before before we get to any hints, if that's OK. I Go also have one. And like, it would give us a good like, cutoff. Like, here's a thing is like, what if Brother Darius was here to, to, to usher us in? Or at least somebody who could morph his face into looking like Brother Darius, who just showed up to help out. I mean, just just saying hypothetically, like not hypothetically, but like I have this, I, I don't I don't know what this whole face morph thing does, but I think it morphs my face. It, it, it literally changes, like it's not, it's not some kind of illusion, it literally changes your face. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll say, does your nightmare show anything like this? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Go full no. demogorgon on him. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm thinking that doing a bluff as as father as brother Darius might be our way in. Since she knows who he is and she'll let him in the I gate. Will, I, I can hover over the wall and open the door from the inside. 
my plan was just to sneak around and disarm her. Or, or I can even um, make her gun weigh considerably more than it currently does and smash into the floor. So or I could maybe activate it so it goes off and then she's... Let's okay, do them well, all at once. Well, he just fires blades in, in random directions. That seems good. I one thing one thing that I will say to it that if we do want to continue, one thing I will definitely say, you will not move Hatanya. That's her name. You will not move her. Her brother's another story, but you're not moving her. Okay, so like you know, brother like Darius if, shows up. If, she's not moving. Well, just want to make sure that it's not. I'm going to tell you that that's a play I didn't see coming. If you pull that, she might, because she serves the Aeon priests. Mm-hmm. If you show up with an Aeon priest, she is honor bound to let an honor uh, let an Aeon priest do what he does. Then I think we give Mike's option a go. Okay, it's certainly the most interesting. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I like once it. you get in here, there is stuff that we could explore for a long stretch of time. We really don't need to. You can fast track this plot if you get into this tower. I mean, I think we oh. give your plan a go, and then we just go from there. All right, that's right. Um, so this this face morph to intellect is what it says. What do I mechanically? If it says you you spend those two points, so you have a maximum point. You're like the actual stats that you have are pools that you pull from. Oh, you don't want those pools to get to zero. But you can spend those points. Okay. You, so you spend two of your intellect points to literally rebuild your face. All right. Uh, then I kind of pull my comrades aside and I say, I, I have an idea. Uh, what would happen if Brother Darius uh, were to come, come through and let us in the building? Would we all be okay with that? Because I think maybe I can find... And then I spend the two intellect and I change my face. Alder I think I can find vomits. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, um, well, that happened. I it did. Okay. I mean, we're here now. That we are. Speaking of it, uh, just out, mm. just very, very quickly. For those, because we're obviously introducing people to Numenera with this one, Mike. Mm-hmm. Do those pools naturally regenerate through rests, or does it have to be mechanically? Every day, you get four rests. If you use one rest in a day, it's instant. You get one d six plus plus your tier points back to whichever pool, whichever one pool you pick. Instantly. Hmm. After that, the next rest I believe is. 20 minutes after that it's an hour after that it's the rest of the day but so yeah so you've changed your face now remember she's met him too so you have to sell this (laughs) oh good i see no way this carefully laid plan could possibly go wrong (laughs) i think if you're if you're planning on doing something like this we probably should be out of eye eyesight and you know we come back up the hill like maybe how does it last a certain amount of time or however long you want i don't remember exactly it lasts a while though okay um so i think what uh we should probably walk away you know have you change clothes or something like that and then give it like an hour and then come back up just to say okay you know 
it just so happens he's here blah 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 and then you know you do your thing right you do your your talking but, okay um, so uh the uh shall the shall the story be that i i met some of our uh uh, uh that i met some of our compatriots along the road and uh and uh they say they were trying to give entry and that they are dear friends and if they if they do come back uh please do please do extend them to uh uh please please consider uh them to to receive my hospitality does that seem like enough i obviously wouldn't know about the order so i couldn't confirm that but i could let you let her know that that you are friends of the aeon priests do you want to come back on your own is what you mean well, I, the thing is, like, I would have to go in and I would have to still be Brother Darius on the way in. Uh, Stephen, you, you, I, I see a chat from you. To, uh, sh okay, she listens to orders. So basically tell her, let people in. Like, sorry, I, I'm excited. Like, I, I see your chats. I'm maybe I'm tired. I have no right. You know, you're up at four in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just not it's not firing for me. Yeah, if you're being Brother Darius and she responds solely to orders from Aeon priests, then, then tell you her order them and say, "I have friends coming. Let them in when they arrive." Then I'll do exactly that. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Good idea. All right. Um, well, everyone wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of it. Um, can I also expend experience points to to up my roll? You can spend experience to re-roll. Re you, you can do effort to make it make the target target number down one level. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you right now that your asset, I'm gonna make the base number because she knows the guy is gonna be a 15. Okay. But you're walking up with his face. Mm-hmm. That's gonna knock it down to a 12. If you can sell me on what you're saying. I might even knock it down one more step. Okay. Then let's give this a shot. Uh, then after having changed clothes and waiting some time, uh, I approach the gate and uh, I give a nod and a bow to, uh, to the guard. It's been a while. It has been. Uh, it's been a good long while that... Uh, I've been, pardon, OOC. I just need to take a look. What is, what do we call the, the outback? Um, I know I'm interrupting the flow of this. It, just wandering priests. The, the beyond. Okay. Yeah, the beyond. I've spent a good while in the beyond, but I've returned. May I have entry? I'm going to, to say that I, I am. I'm, the target number was 15. You're walking up with his face. That makes it a 12. And because of the fact that I wrote your character and I know that your character is trained as long as it's being pleasant and good conversation, you are trained in that. That brings it down to a nine. You want to make an effort and make it down to six? Um, all right. I'm, uh, I think let's make it an effort and bring it down to six so, because, because i've been watching my dice 
because you have an edge in intellect, it's going to cost you two points to, to give effort to this. Well, then my dice darn well better cooperate. So if you spend that, your target number is six. From a 15 to a six. Oh, I rolled a zero. To, oh, wait, that's upside down. That's a 20. I was about Does to that... say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. She immediately, like, upon hearing that you've been to the beyond and you, you've come here for rest. Oh, absolutely, Brother Darius. You can absolutely come through. You, you, are, you are welcome here. I know that our priests have, have a lot of respect for you. And I, I must say that uh, as I was traveling, I did happen to meet upon some of my friends on the road. They are dear friends and to be trusted. I want you to open the gate for them and send them directly to me when they come calling back, for I'm very confident that they will come calling. Oh, absolutely. And you see her go into the gatehouse and push a button. And then she says, just remember, just like last time, stay to the path. You don't want to get caught up in the garden. I will stay exactly on the path and not go to the garden. I thank you. And uh, I will say, give me a, it's going to be, because you're not really techie. Give me a roll and just see if you can beat, see if you can beat a 15 just to see. I will see if I can beat a 15. And I, in fact, cannot. Because okay. I'm either rolling 20 so, or I'm rolling. So you just saw her push a button. This is, you don't know what that button did. You just saw her push a button and then you can go through. Hey, but I know which button she pushed. Right. Um, so are you guys like right behind him or? The rest of you gentlemen i'd say i'd say maybe like a few minutes after like 30 minutes after or something okay like that. she she again will go into the gatehouse push the button open the gate she goes yep he's cleared you guys this is said sorry for the misunderstanding and you, you know it's just it's my job it's what i have to do understood and yes. she said stay on the path do not go near the garden stay on the path you'll be okay Thank you. I rolled a two to not mouth off, except I can't think of anything good to say. But <laughs> it seems like I should say something. Okay. Um, Once we're inside. For the, for the sake of time, I'm not going to have to worry about the fact that she doesn't have a key to the actual tower and the tower is locked. We're going to forego that for the sake of time. Uh, and you guys are going to be able to go into the, the tower. The... The room you enter into is like, I want to say about 15 foot tall and just huge all around. It is basically the equivalent of a warehouse, just crates and boxes of supplies in various stages of being opened or, or gone through. Um, it's, they're not hoarding anything. You, you can see like some of the things are opened. They've used whatever they've had. And a lot of it, is various chemicals or materials. It's not like they're depriving the town. It's chemicals and materials, medicines, that sort of stuff. Uh, you do notice that there is an electrical panel on the wall. What kind of electrical panel? Uh, I'm going to say that 
for you, roll a die and just don't whiff it and you'll know what it is. Because you're our, you definitely know. Uh, there are three things that this does. One, this it, tur- it turns the lights on and off. Two, it deactivates or activates the security field that she turned off for you. Okay. The, uh, the other thing it does is communicate with the other floors of the tower. Should I turn the security back on now that we're in here? I ask generally. I would assume she did when we arrived inside, right? Your, your assumption is, is that she turns it on and off. It's on all the time. She turns it off to let people in and then turns it on immediately once they've entered the tower. Okay. Likewise, when a priest's about ready to leave, they turn it off and walk yeah. out. And then yeah. when they pass her, she turns it back on. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. And then I'll push the other ones like, hey, uh, hello. We got your supplies. You hear nothing. I don't know if anybody's here. There is a... Actually, you you hear the sound of, uh, like, folding metal. That that kind of, like, waterfall effect of folding metal as I trigger the... uh, Trigger the Numenera that's on my glaive. And it uh, kind of folds up it. Kind of, like, uh, makes me think of those... um, uh, from X-Men Days Future Past, those uh, the Sentinels, how they have that kind of like folding material that goes across their body, and it, uh, it just coats the, uh, the glaive. Nice. Uh, yeah, you hear silence. The only thing, I mean, like I said, there's the boxes, there's the panel, there is a set of stairs going up, an, a set of iron stairs going up. Well, on the plus side, maybe they found a good way to go to sleep. Maybe they just needed to take it back a little bit. So what do you guys want to do? Just go up the stairs. Were we supposed to find someone specific or go somewhere specific when we got here? Or were we just kind of supposed to... Damish was not told to find anyone specific. We were just told to show up and then something would... Presumably someone would just take them from us and... Right. No big deal. Okay. Then yeah, I mean, we just start making our way, I guess, floor to floor or whatever. Um, before awesome. we, before we do awesome. that, can we, can we, can I, can we send a communicate to the guardhouse? No, you can't see any way to do that. Bingo, let's go. Possibly just wants to run up the stairs and go supplies. Through <laughs> the door. You, if you walk up the stairs to the next floor, you basically walk into what is essentially a test lab, like. You can tell that all those people who told you they have been trying to work on a cure for whatever's happening in the town, this is where that's happening. You see various chemical compounds. You see all sorts of of weird machinery, which Braithwaite will probably be able to identify just like all the different things that it does. This machine, you know, labels materials within a, a, a given compound. This one separates whatever. It's all legit. Like they are seriously trying to test for anything that could help these people. There is also a set of stairs going up to the third and final floor. Well, this this uh, this test that means business. There's just no one here testing. Is uh, when was the last test run? I look at the logs. Uh, it was probably about two days ago. Two days ago. Um, 
well, we might come back here if there's no one else to do testing, but let's, I don't know what else to do here. <laughs> so you go up to the, the, the last floor? Okay. I mean, I, I think that they said it in the in in Gamers Darkness Rising. I think the adventure is that way. <laughs> uh, you go up to the third floor and you see what is essentially the living quarters of the priests. There are three beds here. Uh, there's, you know, each little bed next to each bed is like a little desk with, you know, their their own little workstation kind of thing. Just a, a nice little area where they'd hang out and just kind of be there. Um, I'm assuming that you guys are going to toss the place. Yeah. I mean, gently. Well, by the look of it, these guys, when you, when you saw that there were two days worth of testing, like since the last testing, it makes sense because it looks like no one's been here for days. So we see no sign of any priests. No, uh, they, they are gone. Like you can tell that somebody probably packed a bag pretty quick. Okay. Um, again, because of time, I'm going to make this a routine check. I, I'm not even going to make you fuss around with it. You guys are tossing this place. Oh, I'm going to say that you find a journal and it doesn't take you too long to sift through to say that this is, this is a, a journal of a priest that goes by the name of brother Zarnum. And the theory as he is, it's him and another priest discussing this theory is that it's not a disease at all. They've tried everything they know to fix a disease and nothing is making a dent the theory is that this is a transmission it is a psychic transmission that is coming from a mechanical source the assumption is that it is from this this fast multifaceted dome that is a little bit west is about about a day's journey in the desert away from where you currently are. Does it look like the supplies they packed were to never come back or to go on a short trip? It looks like that if, if they were going to never come back, more of the stuff on the first floor would have been gone. Like there's plenty of stuff that if they had no intention of coming back, they would have taken if for sheer if for sheer monetary value if nothing else but then if they had left the convention away she would know that not I necessarily mean, if they left when her brother, her was, brother in, was on but then her brother should have told her which he may or may not have done which he may or may not have done you haven't met dow what time of day is it mike uh, I, mean, I would i would oh, say it's sorry. the afternoon <laughs> how, how how soon is it till dow's shift starts uh, it's probably going to be a couple of hours. I'd like to ask Dal some questions when he gets to work, please. Okay. Uh, while we're waiting, I'll mess around with the equipment on the second floor, even if it doesn't do anything story-wise. That's what I. Let's see. It just so happens that they have some things that you can find if you search around there. Um, I'm going to need you to roll a die for me. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw this plastic container out. <laughs> out of three. It's no longer helping me anymore. Okay. Um, yeah. You, uh, let's see. Out of three. 
I'm only going to say you find one of these. Let's see. I'm going to say you have a level a level a level 3 serum that lets you resist poison for 28 okay. hours. I will uh not pick it up cuz I'd explode, but I'll tell somebody. <laughs> you could drop one of the ones you currently have if you if you really wanted to pick that one up, but well I already have an antivenom, so I'll there let, you go. Uh, I'll let somebody else have it. Who, who looks most likely to be? Bitten? Well, I know, I know, Tam's the only one who spent one yet, so <laughs> I'll let him know. Well, no, I spent, okay. my, and I spent mine too on my glaive, but that oh, last that's 20, true. That last twenty-eight hours, so we'll see if we there go anything. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll, I'll let anyone know. Who can anyone can take? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, <laughs> right. for the for the sake for the sake of speeding along the RP, I know it is getting to be late. Uh, I'll just say that the course of sifting through all the stuff in the, the supplies, you go through all the stuff in the, uh, the alchemy lab. I'm going to say that by the time you push the button to deactivate the security and come back out, it's not Hatanya anymore. It is da her, her brother, Dal. And he's like, Oh, Hey, yeah. She told me you were going to be here. You're Dal, um, right? Yeah. I good. We have some questions. Okay. About about your work. Um, you're here every night. Usually. Have the priests left recently? I think one of them was planning on going. I think he and a one other guy went. When, when was that? I don't know. They all look the same to me. When when's the last time you saw some of them leave here? A couple days ago. Did they say where they were going? No, but I didn't ask either. And you didn't tell your sister some of them weren't here. What what does she need to know? She doesn't really she doesn't really worry about what's happening in there. She gets all high and mighty about how they're doing good work and she doesn't want to interrupt them. It's fine by me. We've got a rock and a sieve. <laughs> Which direction did they go? They were headed west. Looked like they had about a couple days worth of stuff in their pack. Most interesting. Hmm. What was the name of Mike's friend? Brother Darius. Brother Darius. Tell Brother Darius if you see him, we'll uh, we'll come back in a couple of days. All right. We've uh, by me. We've gone. We're, we'll go see if we can find the priests. All right. So, uh, I'm guessing that you guys are willing to go looking for the what's in the journal. Yep. Now, oh, oh no, we have to play more. It's gonna be it's gonna be about an eight hour journey on foot. Um, not it won't be like necessarily like terrible, but I will say that at one point you are going to have to rest because you guys have been sailing for a while and doing all this stuff and at some point you're going to bed down to sleep well, this can only sense. go well i'm gonna say that four of you are just racked with nightmares literally everything they told you did not prepare you for the dream that you just had uh we're talking about full-on dark cthulhu kind of non-euclidean geometry 
like staring into the void of space and the, vo- the void looked back like like it is weird and crazy and i i lack the words to explain to you the kind of terror inducing bigness and craziness of the images that crossed your path you understand now that if people in town have been seeing this every night you now know why so many of them have just decided to swear off sleeping oh, i feel like my my psyche has just been turned inside out pulled out and then hastily stitched back on upside down but remember there are five of you and i said four of you had oh. that dream uh-oh Bra- braithwaite take an experience and you can reward somebody else for an for a different experience different experience point all right um about uh, i'll give fast one okay you had a different dream now there it is not one that is devoid of the cosmic horror it's very much there but you had some other images sprinkled through you see the dome that you assume is the one that is mentioned in in the priest's journal you also see uh, a, a machine, a, a vast, what looks like a communication machine with, with a, a, a kind of uh, a cylindri- a cylindrical, that's the word I was looking for, uh, element to it. But there's an open panel and there is a piece missing. Missing piece. Okay. And, and for something, something in the dream, it, it's as if the dream itself, if we were a camera that focused in on that missing section as if to incredibly draw your attention to it. Wake up. I think, wow, what a dream. Uh, like uh, maybe a prophecy. Uh, I think I know what we need to look for. What I don't know is if we need to look for it because it's the cure or it would make it worse. Tom wakes up screaming. <laughs> Fast wakes up and just kind of mumbles, this is why I don't go into cities. I stay outside. <laughs> this is nonsense. Is uh, So since I understand machines and whatnot, is this something I recognize? Like, oh, we're, we're missing a... You uh, definitely understand that the, the thing you saw, the, the empty space, there's supposed to be something there. Right, but do I know what that something is? I would say that it's the kind of thing that you know enough, like you don't know that particular piece of machinery, but I'd say that you know enough that if you come across that piece, you would be able to say that's more than likely the thing that goes in there. Got it. I don't know what it is, but when I see it, right. I recognize it. Okay. So a little bit tired. You move through the desert. You eventually do come across the dome. Uh, I'm going to, everybody give me a, a, an intellect roll. Just don't whiff it. Like roll anything higher than, than, then three, and I'm going to give this to you. 19. 19. 14. 14. Five. <laughs> hey, I, more, I made it. More than three. 
It's more. Uh, it's three. As you approach the dome, you're fascinated by the dome because there is no point of entry to it. But as you're trying to figure out what to do with this dome, something else immediately draws all your attention. And that is the, the, ev- the evidence of a scuffle and, a, pu- and a, a big splotch of dried blood, bits of torn robe, and strange markings carved well i say carved but it's in the desert so it's like like dug into the earth what do they say that depends would any of you have had any experience with marger before i draw the line of cannibals these are not well they're not cannibals so to speak because if you're weird goat men are you really a cannibal if you eat a normal human um you're you don't know what these words what these symbols mean but you know it's not good and you also can assume based on what you've seen here especially because landis has has had workings with aeon priests before these robes are from aeon priests the garments of an aeon priest they are torn robes and this is an awful lot of blood. I we uh, I think I'll gather up the robes and and roll them up and and put them in my pack. Um, but uh, yeah, there's got to be a way inside this thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not the dome. Or it's, I'll maybe it's in for, the ground. I'll I'll look around and see if I can activate anything when I get close enough. When you get close enough. So you're going to walk up to it? Well, uh, now that you ask, yes. I'm going to say because it's you, you realize that because you're you, you don't even have to touch it. But regardless, because you've interacted with it now, anybody who touches this and focuses enough on touching it and like, like willing it to open a doorway opens in the crystal. You don't even need to touch it because you have talks with machines. All right. And I You're just focused on looking at the dome enough and it just, it just does it. That way. Uh, you are just, the, the air is kind of like damp and moist. It, not in an unpleasant way, but kind of in like, like a cool like summer night by the water kind of way. Like, it's actually really kind of nice. Like, this is an environmentally controlled place. And if any of you who've dealt with even our current uh, technology know, sometimes there are certain pieces of machinery that need to be temperature and environmentally controlled to function properly. You are looking at an like the entire thing, the entirety of this dome is filled with various machinery panels uh various things some some things are there to control the environment but the thing that draws your attention is this huge piece of machinery with just all sorts of like this huge communication array coming out of the top of it you because you're you i'm going to say you just identified this as you don't know what its purpose was you don't know who built this but you know this is designed to send out a signal 
and you've seen it before in your dream. And it doesn't take you long to identify that machine in your dream, to follow the line down. And you see what must've been looking at, at the, you know, that it's probably the Aeon priests were trying to fix this. You can see that like, it's not like something was ripped off the it, it tools were used to remove a panel and reveal this empty space. They were trying to fix it, but your assumption is, is that in the process of fixing it, they were interrupted by a Margar raiding party. I will go to the supplies closet and see if I can find the replacement piece. You don't see anything. Your assumption is that the priests, if they were, were opening this to try and fix it, they probably had the part. And you uh, wonder if it might have been taken. All right. Um, anyone see a part laying in the sand out there? Uh, do we Where see a bodies were power, a power switch to just shot it down? No, this sucker runs all the time. This was never designed to turn off. This, this has two states, functioning and malfunctioning. It doesn't turn off. Yeah. Okay, we have an open panel. Let's put let's put two of our of our gimmicky techie things that we can't <laughs> carry too many of. Then we get a distance away and we lob the third one into that and just <laughs> explode the thing. Just blow it up. Yeah, this could end badly for all of us. Don't do this plan. <laughs> well, I'll tell everyone, uh, hey, I think the priests had the piece, but they're not here. So if it's not lying in the sand somewhere. Okay. Part, partly for speed and partly because I would probably give it to you regardless because of the fact that Fast has picked up all the tracker stuff. I'm going to tell you that it's the martyr don't care about secrecy. They literally carved writing in the ground that said, we killed these guys. Please, angry crystal dome gods, don't kill us. Um, I'm going to say that it's real easy for you to track where they've gone. Then Thass will do so. They go in, sneak, get the part, and come back. I mean, I can do that. Where's the sheet? There's the Probably sheet. be the I most will... expedient way. Because I do have boots for this. They muffle oh, sound. Yeah? Boots are made for sneaking. Gonna sneak go right past you. <laughs> yeah, let me do a... Let me do a sneaky sneaky. Uh, I have the boots as an asset. And then is that going to be speed? Oh, uh, you're really going to try and just walk up to them while they're sleeping and take it? Yes. Okay, well that saves me the hassle of describing the fact that they're sleeping in it. Now, okay, so I'm going to tell you that it's in the middle of their camp, right next to their chief. They literally have all the goods splayed out, and you can tell by the by the smells of the simmering cook pot. Those Aeon priests, they use all the parts. Oh no. Um, I drew a picture in the sand of the shape of the thing I'm looking for. It's not hard. There are some ciphers that the, the priests had taken with them. There's some 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 tech. And you could grab those, but the more of those you want to grab, the higher the target number. Oh no, no, uh, no! I'm just getting the one thing. Is there is there a line of sight like in onto the priest? I've got a a, a ray emitter. 
that I have is one of my Numenera that from a very long range can paralyze somebody for up to uh I will say that if end. you if you use anything to to hit anybody, that's going to be a giant alarm because the okay. right. the idea of you shooting a laser beam No, it's fine. And nobody <laughs> seeing it. Or seeing oh, it's, it's a effect. laser. I thought it was like a dart or something. Never mind. It's no, like it's a ray. <laughs> nah, never mind. Never mind. Okay, so if I use my asset and then I want to use, uh, is it effort? Effort. Okay. I would uh, say with an with the boots and with effort, I'm still gonna make it a twelve. Can I use the XP I have to make it lower? No, but if you if you whiff it oh, on your first again. roll, you can re-roll it. Okay, bring it on. All right, first roll, 19. Huh. Well, with a 19, I'm going to tell you, you can grab one of the other ciphers they have, too. Nice. I mean, I've already got my two, and carrying more than two is a problem, right? True. So I'm just I'm just going to well, go get the thing. Okay, you know what? I would tell you that if we were going to be doing this as a campaign, you could probably hold on to it long enough to bring it back to your boys. You just can't hold on to it. Oh, that's fine, then. Okay, yeah. Uh, but the boots as well, so... Oh no, the, the boots are just uh, the boots aren't uh they're just a thing that he gets for being his focus. Ah, yeah. Okay. They're not a they're not a cipher. Okay. I I will I, let's just do it. You get the thing. Um you could grab one of the ciphers, but again, if this was a campaign, I'd say grab one. Let's just for the sake of wrapping things up in a timely manner. Uh you grab it, you bring it back to Braithwaite and say, Is it this thing? I found this. It's you want this thing. one? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Go put it in, and, the, uh, in the place. And again, uh, because because you're a nano, and because not not only are you a nano, you're a nano who talks to machines. Um, hey, I'm again. I'm gonna. You guys have been doing really good on having proper assets. Um, I'm gonna say roll a die and just don't whiff it. Get anything higher than the three. Well, I'm gonna say that you you have very little difficulty putting the piece back in the way it's supposed to be. And you notice that um, pretty much while everything was still functioning, it wasn't, it was obviously not functioning properly, but as soon as you put that thing back in, everything sounds good. It looks good. Everything's things that weren't moving that looked like they should are now there. The, 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 Random noises turn into a very you know, like steady hum. Everything's exactly how it's supposed to be. And again, for timeliness, I will cut it short. Uh, you go back to the town and you rest up to finish the night. There are no more bad dreams. And the town wakes up and the few people that are there freaking throw you a feast. They, 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 they mourn the loss of their friends, the Aeon Priest, who took such good care of them. But eventually, eventually the conclave will, will bring more, or, or uh, not the conclave, the, the other people from the priesthood will send more people to fill that spot. And uh, everything you have, you have literally saved the town of Redstone. Nice. I leave a note inside the priesthood's house that says, sorry, brother Darius, I kind of impersonated you. Love you, buddy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. See, always knowing courtesy is, is uh, the strongest Important. one. Um, okay, so thank you everyone for listening. Mike, Mr. Perna, obviously thank you. This was different, but very cool, and I very much appreciate it. 
Um, let's run through everybody where, real quick. Where can they find you? And I'll put all the links in the descriptions. Mike, where are you at? I'm at Inroads Ministries. I-N-N Roads Ministries. You'll find everything there. Especially the Barton Bible. Go listen to the Barton Bible. Other Mike. Mike 2. Landis Mike. Uh, you can find me with my friends Brian and James at geekatarms.com, at Facebook at facebook.com slash geekatarms, and on Twitter at armsgeek. Mr. Romo. Not much of a presence anymore online, but uh, you can find me through Enroads, and uh, you can also find me on Twitter occasionally at uh, G-S-P-K-H-E-E-G-A-N. If nothing else, we'll force him to come back here later on. I will come back. Justin. Um, you can see my current work at thespacetutor.com, which is a website I'm building up to do tools for games. Right now, there's three tools for one game. It doesn't look very great, but hey, it's there. It's a thing. It's start. And Mr. Sleepy Steven. Uh, you can find uh, a lot of stuff I, I wrote on gamesforall.net. And you can find me on Twitter with at Stephen Taylor GFA. Gentlemen, thank you. Hopefully we will get to do this again. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. Thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Andrew, Christina, Tony, Ashley, Joanne, and Sir Lord Epic Name.